0: Today's episode of Laced Up a Hockey podcast is sponsored by Airedale Fly-In Fishing and Hunting. Located in the balmy metropolis of Wawa, Ontario, Airedale has provided a unique wilderness experience since 1945. They have 18 remote fly-in fishing outpost camps that are all unique, and the fly-in experience helps keep the lake pristine and the fishing extraordinary. Now, James, are you much of a fisherman? Not at all. No. Are you in the Salmon Association yet?
1: No, um, I, I don't really plan on becoming a member. I just have a general like curiosity, you know. Stay close in the background. Keep
0: your enemies enemies close. Yeah, more or less. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what they do offer at Airedale. is not a lot of salmon no. in that lake. I don't know. Uh, what they do have though is brook trout, lake trout, northern pike, perch, walleye, or as they call it in these neck of the woods, pickerel. Oh, to you, Canadian folk. Airedale is open from May fifteenth to October thirty-first. So, for a limited or with a limited time remaining this year, it may be wise to begin looking into planning your trip for next year. It is a perfect opportunity for a weekend getaway with friends or for a family to experience the wilderness here in Canada, like never before.
1: That uh, that May to October window, you really only get in about three weeks of snowless weather, though. That's <laughs> unfortunate. It's...
0: Yeah. yeah, dress warm, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, Visit www.outpostcamps.com for more information and begin planning your trip to Airedale today.
2: Man, talk radio. Yes, talk radio. So boring, man.
1: Alexander up the middle. Sadin and Hanson both missed it. Back the other way. Here's David Jones. Takes the shot. Rebound. Furlan can't bury it. Loose puck stage and scores.
0: Start a hockey podcast that is uh, brand new with uh, the quiet things that no one ever knows from NHL 2004.
1: Maybe. Yeah, it's a 14 year old song. Um, yeah.
0: You know how we said we were gonna bring in the show with new songs every week, and the last three mm-hmm. have been that one, Sandstorm, and These Eyes.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Lots of good new music too, which is kind of hilarious that we haven't really done that recently, yeah. and we won't next week probably. No. Um, but the reason we entered with that one, oh, by the way, I'm Bruce Bataglia.
1: Twitter. Big you? Twitter guy.
0: You. Uh, I'm, I'm James Cole. The reason that we did that intro... Oh, yeah, and this is Laced Up Hockey Podcast. I said that already. Um, the reason that we intro with that song is this week's top ten is uh, top ten memorable EA Sports soundtrack songs for NHL games. Um, basically, we we wanted to go with songs you kind of associated with the game. Um, Yeah. Not the best of the not, best. Not necessarily not the best, but a lot of them are pretty but, good. Yeah. That is my personal favorite of any song
1: they've featured on the game, probably. Right. So we had to make a nice little yeah. concession. There I, just at the and, yeah. I just wanted to say that. I just wanted to pay sure. respect to that. For sure.
0: Um. Okay. The Red Sox won last night.
1: Yeah. Um. <laughs> you. Yeah. I watched that one. Well, I, I yeah. watched the end. There was a there was a pressing. Hockey matter that took place before, and then I tuned into the Red Sox game afterwards. And I'm well, you assuming watched, you
0: watched the Canucks Hurricanes, did you?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Those Impressing are the hockey teams, matter. right? Yeah. yeah.
0: Curtis McElhany in that last oh, night again. Oh,
1: right.
0: Sorry, yeah. anyway. Red yeah,
1: Sox. Yeah, no, and I, I tuned in and watched that, and uh, I, I, I turned it on, and uh, it, it wasn't quite a, the bases loaded uh, bottom of the ninth mm-hmm. scenario, but as soon as I turned it on, I, I immediately thought of you puking in your room, as you mm-hmm. have done so many times before yeah. this postseason. Yeah. yeah so I, uh, congratulations.
0: Yeah, it's, it's probably the first, uh, it's probably the best team that I've ever been a fan of that makes me incredibly nervous. Okay. Because they really do. Um, but yeah, I had a great time, I guess, in the end of it. I didn't really understand why... Uh, I, I've, no, I'll i never say this again. I don't understand why they brought in Kimbrel. I knew it right from the get-go when he was walking out of the bullpen that I probably would have left in Chris Sale, who is more than likely the best pitcher in the American League uh, and might go down as the best left-handed pitcher of all time. Um, but, you know, I'm not Alex Cora.
1: Right. And I love Alex Cora. And, 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 I never and we, thought I'd say that. We but. talked briefly about how we probably would have swapped... Yeah, in the innings
2: even. Yeah,
0: you know? like it yeah, you would have thought it would have made more sense, I guess, to bring in Sale, but I get like, Kimbrel is the best closer, or was, it was for a little while, the best closer in the game. He's not yeah. right now because no. baseball's a very you know wishy washy sort of, of sport. Course. Right now, he's not the best. Well, he's, he's going head to head with a, but...
1: you know a, a big name of his own in, in Houston next round. So Do they have a closer. Yeah, that kid from Toronto that.
0: I'm sorry, I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, um, you know what I thought? Okay, and I wanted to bring this up too before we before we really get into uh, into the hockey part of it, was uh, speaking of Red Sox, I, 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 I don't know if I've mentioned it on the podcast yet. I'm a big fan of Ray Ferraro. I think he's the best analyst in the game. I, I like his mm. perspective. I like the way he okay. talks about things. Okay. And I listen to his podcast weekly sure. as well. Um, and one thing that I thought was funny is he was talking... Or Steve was talking to him on the podcast. And all of a sudden, Ray, like, doesn't answer him. And they do it over the phone because mm-hmm. they live in different cities. And he's like, Ray, everything good? And he's like, yeah. He's like, I, uh, I just remembered the Brewers and Rockies are on right now. So I'm just sitting back and watching some baseball. And Steve's like, do I want me to call you back? Or, like, are we going to keep doing the podcast? He's like, no, no, I'm good to go. So then later that night, the Red Sox are on. And he's calling some game. And someone made a comment about, I wonder if Ray Ferraro is watching the Red Sox game while he's calling between the benches. And Ray Ferraro tweeted, he's like, no, I'm just following along online. <laughs> Which means Ray Ferraro is also tweeting <laughs> while, <laughs> while he's between the benches
1: <laughs> calling a game. Okay. Ray
0: Ferraro the multitasker. I'll, what
1: I'll, a beauty. I'll say I love this it. much. You love Ray Ferraro, I love Ray Ferraro. Um, last night I was at a... I won't name names, but we were—I was at a mutual friend of ours' uh, house watching the Leaf game, and uh, John, Chosick. and then, <laughs> well, no, but uh, <laughs> and then and then said Red Sox Yankees game, and I I almost I almost left I almost got up and left in the middle of the Leaf game because I found that this guy. Uh, has very negative feelings towards Ray Ferraro, and I've never heard anyone in my life say that. I've Ray heard Ferraro. people that
0: don't like Ray Ferraro, but I don't. Really? I don't really understand why. I think he. I. There's no one that they have in the game that's a color analyst right now that that offers like 100 decent points, except for him. Yeah, Mike Johnson's pretty good. I think we should do top I like, ten color I like guys. Mike Johnson. Like, Mike this, Johnson's this, pretty good. This, this buddy of ours was, was anyone even close? He was than comparing Ray him to
1: fucking Pierre Maguire, and I was oh very, I was very blown up, away. Up. Yeah. <laughs> up, up. Yeah. I don't know. Talking I had reassess some of the, the I things remember, I know about our, our circle.
0: I remember Bray Ferraro, nineteen eighty four. You know, played for the high school trail, British Columbia. You know, drafted by the uh, Windsor Spitfires. All right.
1: No, he Tell wasn't me about Windsor. his cock, Pierre.
0: I I know an announcer with a lot of girth. Whoa, oh, Pierre! Wee, Whoa, yo. Shit. Um. Okay. So yeah, I think that was it. Like yeah. off the off the hop, Go Brewers. Like, All the uh, we should talk about. Brew is that? So who are you going for now?
1: Well, I, I every year Based like, a baseball podcast because I'm a Blue Jays fan, yeah. and you know, like I've only seen the Blue Jays make the playoffs twice now, but um, because I'm very new to playoff baseball with my own, you know, favorite team. Every year, I, I usually pick a team from the AL, and I pick a team from the NL, and I hope for the best. And, uh, you know, I was on the Cub train, you know, for a, a while there. And, um, you know, they they won the World Series finally, so, you know, I, I didn't need to see them win again. Uh, the Dodgers, I've always kind of liked, but Milwaukee really grabbed my attention <sighs> you, with You, you uh,
0: know with what the I'm Elitch? just kind of realizing the last, like, month or so? Hmm. I fucking hate the Los Angeles Dodgers. Really? And I really don't okay, know why. Okay, I think I kind of always have, actually. All right. I don't like anyone on that team other than sorta Kershaw. I like. Well, I like Justin Turner too. Is awesome, but yeah, I, I don't, don't like know. anyone on that team at all. I don't have anything. Never really them. have. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't like them.
1: I don't think I really hate any NL teams. You know, like all my hatred, they might be the only one I hate. To be my, honest with you, all my in the AL them. for sure. Yeah. But, yeah. I was going for Oakland. Yeah. Uh, Whatever. Yeah. So so go, you...
0: Go Brew. You think Brewers and Astros or Red Sox in the World Series?
1: <sighs> you know what? That's going to be a really good series.
0: That's going to be crazy. I That might go seven games. I ahead. don't want
1: to... Look, I'm at your mercy here in, in, in your home, but uh, I, I well, think the Astros might have the Reds, Sox.
0: Don't get me wrong. 108-win team, but the Red Sox got a lot of problems, too. They didn't do um, too
1: well against Houston this year, either. Not, a, not great. No. No.
0: Not as good as they did against the Yankees. Right. Anything. So, I don't. I don't know. 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 It would be good either way. Yeah. But, I. Don't know. Yeah. I, I look like I. I. I thought this on Saturday, and then I felt like an idiot. And this is the last. This, this is the only prediction I'm gonna get. I'm gonna make. I do think in this series that David Price is gonna win his first playoff game.
2: Really? I do. Okay.
0: I do. I, I think Martinez, uh, Pedro Martinez, has him making some adjustments, and I think that's been his weakness every playoff start that I've ever seen of his, which is most of them. He just makes no adjustments. He does all the same shit he does during the regular season. Man, these guys have been watching game tape on you for two fucking days. They know exactly what you throw and what you're going to do. So, I don't know. I think he he makes adjustments. But anyway, Mm -hmm. all right, Mm -hmm. that's been uh, Laced Up a Baseball Podcast. See you later. Um, Hockey. Hockey. So, okay, so uh, I guess we'll start off. uh, Some of these, I think, uh, we'll make sure that we kind of explain the situation because a lot of these are not major stories. A lot of them are kind of funny and newsworthy though in their own right. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, the biggest news of the week was definitely the Predators raising three banners for accomplishing one thing last year.
1: So funny, so <laughs> so funny. okay. So
0: for those of you who didn't see it, the Predators raised a, I believe it was a Central Division Champions banner.
1: Fair, fair. Like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't like the division banner thing to begin with, but if no. every team's gonna do it anyway, then okay, you gotta, you gotta follow suit. A president's President's trophy trophy,
0: which okay like that makes sense that's fair that's a big that's the one for sure yeah and then also a western conference regular Regular season season.
1: champions okay so if you've won the (laughs) president's trophy you not only won the whole league not only are you the western conference regular season champions you are both you know what's great about it is uh, the first banner i don't know if you saw it in the order that it happened
0: in yeah the first banner they put up was the Western Conference regular season champions uh. banner, so it made it seem like that they maybe forgot that they won the President's
1: Trophy and that that was the only banner that they were going. Like, it just makes me wonder. Like, okay, like oh I, I, I get that there's a President's Trophy winner, and by default, that means whatever conference didn't win it is going to have a team that won that conference in the regular season. I get that. It's not really notable. I don't think you should have a banner for it. But if you're the team that did both, you don't need two banners. The President's yeah. Trophy explains everything you need yeah. to know right yeah, there.
0: it does, really. Uh, you won the President's Trophy and that's all you did. Yeah. You won 52 or 59 or 100 million games and then you didn't right. do anything.
1: Who, who won the East last year? It was, was it Washington?
0: Regular season? Yeah. Was it Washington <laughs> or Tampa? That doesn't seem right. Did Washington have I don't even think Washington had home ice in the in the conference finals. The I thought it was Tampa. I thought Pittsburgh won the metro, didn't Did they? Did they win the metro? Well, game 6 was in cuz they won it in game 6. That was in Pittsburgh. Yeah. So I guess Washington had home ice. Yeah. So it was Washington or Tampa. I, I, I don't thought know. it it, was the it, metro, it doesn't matter. That's, that's how much it matters right. Is we don't even know. We don't even know. Um yeah, I don't know. To me, this was kind of bizarre cuz I kind of got the impression and it, like look, I like the Predators. Sure. Well, I like the Leafs, but I mean, like, yeah. I, I, I don't hate yeah. the Predators. But to me, this kind of had the impression of, like, we don't have a lot going on up in the rafters, so maybe let's just plug some fucking holes up there, and you know what I maybe. mean? Maybe. You know what I mean? I don't know. Now that you got you got to you're writing You know when you're writing an essay, and you, like, instead of using the 12-point font for the periods, you make it a 15-point font or whatever, so the periods are bigger and move your words along? Sure. And, like, you know what I mean? kind of double space it in points use the same word like four times in a matter of three sentences yeah. however therefore furthermore you know what i mean <laughs> you've um, written essays before yeah you, you yeah i would never do such a thing no you know, james never have never will no. um yeah i don't know to me that just seemed like a lot of fluff
1: it was it was really funny because it was like what the night night or two before it was Washington raising the Stanley Cup banner. There wasn't an Eastern Conference champion banner next with, like apparently they won the Metro. There wasn't a Metro Division you know banner next to that one. Uh, I don't I don't I don't know. Like, bizarre President's Trophy. I get. I'll, I'll grant them that. Yeah, oh yeah. And again, and even the Central. Yeah. It's because w- it's
0: weird, but it's like okay. Because every other team whatever. does it anyway. So like okay. It's, uh, it's yeah. Stupid. Uh, I think. Okay. But whatever. Like. I get that there's 31 teams in the league now, and it's like, you know... It's rare. Accomplishments yeah. mean a bit more now, because there's yeah. so many fucking teams. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I thought that was super bizarre. It
2: was
1: funny. I had a good laugh. It was awesome. Yeah,
0: Good go, Predators. Um, the Hurricanes are fun. Again. You remember when we were making fun of the Hurricanes and Tom Dundon... And I mean, like I'm sure that they're gonna have their moments. They're gonna have their moments uh, this year where they are stupid. Yeah, but um, so far they're off to a decent hey, start. And yeah. a lot,
1: of, a lot of people think what they're doing now is stupid in its own right. No, I don't care. But uh,
0: what are they? They're three and one now. I think so. Three. I think they're three zero oh and one actually. Mac, they, Mac Attack's got
1: two wins. They def, no. They definitely have a regulation loss. Are you sure? Yeah. First first game of the year. I think they lost. Mm, yeah, but I thought it was an overtime to the Islanders.
0: I'm looking it up. Mm. Okay, regardless, uh, they're doing well. And uh, when they win, because they've won a few times now this year. Uh, yeah, 3-0-1 right now. They're probably going to be like 3-2-1 and by the time we release this or something. Sick. Um, Actually, they don't play tonight, so we should be okay. Um, Yeah, so what they do after they win games at home is they lead like a slow clap... At center ice,
1: which I don't get, like
0: I, it's super, it's super weird. So they line up the whole team on the blue line, yeah. and then there's one guy at center ice, center dot. Yeah. Which the first time it was Justin Williams, which made sense because he's a captain. But like the other night it was like fucking Warren Fogle or something like that. Okay. You know what I mean? Like it's like a different player every night. I don't know if it's like whoever they deem
1: like the. Like where did the clap come from? There? I don't know. A, I don't know. Like I've Carolina never seen it before. Thing. No, yeah, I've that's, never that's seen some that sort of hurricane warning. I don't get, know. Everyone get down! We get the <laughs> slow clap. <laughs>
0: Their uh their their slogan this year is take warning. I don't know if you've seen that. So maybe that's what that is. Maybe it's like actually like a hurricane sort of fucking like everybody get to your sh- shelters. You know what I mean? Here comes Hurricane
1: Michael. Here we comes Hurricane Michael. Take Michael. Warning. Yeah. Hurricane Tom. Oh no! And, Jeff's uh, doing the slow clap. We gotta get out of the city. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. It's actually uh, like a. Uh, it's actually a
0: uh, an ancient uh, Carolinian. Uh, ritual of hurricanes, and that's that's what it is. They're paying homage to uh, Robert E. Lee and, I don't know, much In climate change, yeah, right. No,
2: yeah, for sure. Robert yeah. E. Lee was... Carolina, yeah, he was guess, the right? confederate. Was, yeah, confederate.
1: Well, South Carolina. I don't know where no. North stood. North was wishy-washy. You're right, because yeah. Raleigh's in North Carolina. Okay. Yeah.
0: Wow, I exposed a lot of lack of knowledge in the last ten <laughs> seconds here. Um, yeah, so what they do is they do the slow clap at center ice, and then once they're done the slow clap, the entire team skates to one end of the ice... And jumps into the boards and into the glass as if they were, like, celebrating a goal in the World Juniors. And then that's, like, it. That's their end of the night, like, salute to the crowd.
1: Well, they they do the board jump because of Sveshnikov. What do you mean because of Sveshnikov? He scored his first goal and he jumped into the glass. So, they are they chirping him? They were making fun of him. Oh, my God, I did. didn't yeah. know that. Not I just or... thought they thought it was cool. Oh no, no, no oh. Yeah. <laughs> And now they're sticking <laughs> so much with it. Cooler. They're gonna keep it now. Oh my god, yeah. that's so
0: much cooler! Because I, I
1: love that a, they're making fun of this. I don't know poor if you saw Sebastian first goal. No, I didn't. He scores his first show goal, and like most guys, just go nuts, right? And they throw yeah. themselves in the glass. He had the most wimpy little oh.
2: toss oh himself into the glass. That's the best half-ass. Oh my
0: god, I'm all in on the Hurricanes <laughs> yeah. now. That's yeah. so cool. It's pretty funny. I have Jordan Stall in fantasy now too. I'm into mm-hmm. this. There you go. Um, yeah, I think it's it's hella weird. But
1: it's pretty cool. It's, it's I, weird I for me it. because it's fun. every time I see it, the only thing I can think of is, because they start at the blue line, and they go the long way down to the other end. Yeah. And all, and all I can think is, like, <laughs> why not go the short distance, oh, man. get this over with? It's so much more awkward that you're taking, like, half a distance further than you It's can. one of those
0: things, like, if, if we're describing it to you and you haven't seen this, yeah. and you watch it, for the first couple times it's going to seem really bizarre. But it's actually awesome. I think it's super cool. Yeah, I'm I'm glad to see something different in hockey. We're getting a lot of personality
1: with the celebrations. Up yeah, there this it's year just so far, it's so. it's you know
2: what
0: yeah. the NHL. Dare I say it? Because it's only a week into the season.
2: Easy here.
1: now.
0: Dare I say, the NHL seems like it might be a bit more fun yeah,
1: this wow. year. I can't wait till the lockout comes along. and The rules. <laughs> well, bring no, don't no no worry. Yeah, so we, we, got, we
0: got plenty of depressing. Um, yeah. Topics for tonight, and then also, so I wanted to get your thoughts on this uh, because I think they did it before we did the last podcast, but I didn't actually bring it up, and I kind of wanted to get your opinion on this. What do you think about the Hurricanes wearing the Whalers jersey for one game, two games? Is it what is it two now? Yeah, they said one at first. But Both games two. against
1: Boston that they're playing okay. in Carolina. Okay. Um, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna make two points to your to your question. Sure. There's the two part answer here. Um, first off, I love the Whalers logo. I think it's one of the better, I I liked it more when they brought in the navy and the blue and the silver near towards the end there, but like, either way, I think it's a good logo. I think it was a good, a good scheme that they had going on there with the Whalers. Um, but here's where I get a little confused. Okay. If you're a Hurricanes fan, I don't know if you're necessarily going out there and buying a Whalers jersey. Like, if, if you've got a, you know, a, a Shvechnikov Herx jersey, you're probably not buying a Svechnikov Whalers jersey, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And if you're someone that's delusional and living in Hartford and thinks that the NHL might come back there one day, you also are probably not going to go out and buy a brand new Hartford Whalers Jacob Slavin jersey. Like you're gonna keep on to your 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 Ron Francis's and your Ray Ferraro's and your Pat Verbeeks that you've already you know acquired. So there are three interesting jerseys. Yeah, to that's have. fair. I think, and I could be wrong, but I think this could be the first time ever an NHL team has released a jersey for the other thirty fan bases because yeah. it, it feels like it's really only for everybody else. The, this,
0: the, uh, I agree with you. This has nothing to do with the Hurricanes. No. Other than the fact that, A, the Hurricanes are going to wear them, and, B, the Hurricanes kind of came from Hartford. I mean, they did, but, like, you know when teams get moved because they didn't work out in a city? The Whalers, for those of you who don't know, and maybe we'll do, like, we might do, like, a bonus episode one day about, like, certain ownership situations of the past that, like, maybe people don't know about, hmm. and the Whalers are one of the more compelling ones, where literally a man... You know, you know when, like, people go into a store, and they steal a loaf of bread, and then they steal it from the store, and then they just run out of the store, and then the store doesn't have that loaf, loaf of bread anymore, okay? Right. So imagine stealing, like, 30 cars from a car dealership is kind of what happened there. Like, they just fucking tore the rug out from under the people of Hartford and just stole this hockey team overnight from the city of Hartford. Yeah, pretty
2: stole much. Stole it. Yeah.
0: Stole it. We're taking your team. You, you don't have a fucking say in it. We're going to move them to a place you've never heard of in Raleigh, North Carolina. Bye-bye.
1: Which wasn't the first fun. option. I will no. add to that story. Yeah, that's but. another
0: thing, too. That that um, It's an interesting yeah. story, and, and and for those of you who don't know, maybe we will do an episode one day about yeah. certain, you yeah. know, and just like, kind of bonus stories. You know what? You, you look,
1: the mid-'90s was a weird transition period for the NHL. They were expanding a lot in the South. A lot of teams were moving. And where I come back to is, from what I can recall, and I and and if if you've got an answer or a, a picture out there, please send it to me on Twitter. I I would like some some evidence that this happened. From what I know, the Phoenix Coyotes hmm. wore Jets jerseys once during a warm up ceremony for. S- I can't remember the event, but it's only yeah. happened once. No, I remember that vaguely. And I don't think because the Avalanche... they
0: still had Newman Numminen, I think too. At yeah, the time. like yeah. it was like about ten years ago.
1: And I don't think the Avalanche have ever worn anything Nordiques since they've moved. Um, didn't they do an alumni game? I thought. Well, I don't know why they would have because they don't have outdoor games. They had one. S- uh, they had one outdoor I game, old but man it was sack- it was old. Abs players, not old yeah,
0: Nordiques players. I guess that's true. So I could have swore I saw Old Man Sakik, but he p- played for the Nordiques. I guess, either so.
1: way, we're not talking a regular season game where the Avalanche have worn a Nordiques jersey.
0: This right, this is a kind of weird. This was an ugly um, divorce. The the way that they were stolen away, and th- I have I have never seen a move. Well, I've seen moves, but like I can't remember the last time I saw a move this blatant. Where it's just money. This yeah. is money. Yeah. This is all about money and nothing else. You don't care about the people of Hartford. You don't care you don't give a shit. If you cared about the people of Hartford, that game would be in Hartford. True. And even then, I feel like some people in Hartford would tell you to go fuck yourself, probably. But even though you're not the guy that stole the team away, Tom Dunden didn't, didn't didn't rip this team away from Hartford. Yeah. So I get that he you know what I mean, maybe doesn't understand a lot of the uh, animosity that's there. Mm-hmm. But, this is for money. You're not doing anything to repair the relationship with the city of Hartford. Yeah. It was weird, too. People like the jerseys. I do, too. I would like to wear it. I feel wrong about wearing that for that reason. Oh, like,
1: I'm a guy that just likes jerseys, and I collect jerseys, and if I ever get one, it's not going to be, like I said, it's not going to be a a Justin Falk Hartford Wheeler jersey I get. It'll be, you know, somewhat old-timey. Oh, I want a Ray Ferraro Whalers jersey, 100%. Okay, 100%. The other thing that kind of confuses me about this, too, is like, okay, so you're wearing them against the Bruins, which was, you know, they were big rivals of the Whalers back in the days. Mm -hmm. You've got no rivalry with the Hurricanes now. No. There's really no, like, there's no one left in the Bruins that's going to go, shit, I remember when we used to play these guys. (laughs) I remember how much I hated these fucking wishy-washy... Clam chowder eaten green pasty sailor fucks.
0: Bergeron will skate over to Chara and warm ups and just be like, "So uh, why are why are we playing the Whalers?" And Chara will be like, "My bad, pat, pat, Patrice, <laughs> Patrice. Back when, <laughs> back when I was on the Eastlanders." My bad. He, was, he wasn't even in the league, I guess. Like Char he was, Char was rookie, right Yeah, there. so Char wasn't even the Just fucking league for, yeah. yeah. Is there anyone in the league
1: still? Yager. <laughs> it's not even in the league. He's
0: on the league. There's anymore. no one in the league, I guess oh from the Whalers. Oh god. That's fucked.
1: Well, Brendan Moore's the coach, I guess. He was
0: Oh, that's and that's a whole other issue too. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I'm I don't like it. I, I don't... I like the jersey. Not, like, like, I don't like
1: what they're trying to get away I'm with. I'm not,
0: like, mad at Tom Dundon for doing it. Like, I don't... I don't blame him.
1: No, because what but, it was, Peter Calamanos was the guy that moved him. Yeah, the Carmanos. yeah. Carmanos. He, he's
0: yeah. He's a piece of shit. Um, but, yeah, I don't blame him for doing it, Dundon. But, like...
1: Yeah.
0: This... I don't agree with it. No. I don't agree with it at no, all. It's kind of weird. Um... Okay, uh, the Islanders.
1: Oh, love me some <laughs> Islanders!
0: It's time to get into the tire fire segment of the episode because uh, we haven't talked about it uh, on many of our tire fire teams recently. Good. One of our tire fire teams we just talked about, and they're not a tire fire this year. They're undefeated, technically. Mint. Yep. Um, but the Islanders are
1: not undefeated.
0: No, uh, they're t- two and one at the time we record the podcast. Mm, that's fair. Um, it's worth noting that, um, for one of those wins, they posted their lowest attendance since they moved to Barclays Center, uh, which is I guess is their third season that they've been at Barclays. Mhm. A record low for attendance, uh, at this point of the year is not a great sign, and especially when it's in a matinee game on a holiday, those generally sell
1: quite well in I, the NHL. I do have a question about that. Sure. And and I feel like you're the guy that would have the answer. Okay. This Matinee game on the holiday. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. What are the Yankees playing at the same time? No. Okay. Then no. it's then it's weird.
0: No. Uh well, I mean, and you're also talking different parts of the city, I guess, so maybe that played a factor. No. Oh. Um but no, the Red, the Red Sox game was at uh 8:30. Maybe that okay. night. Okay. Then yeah, yeah there's lighter. no excuse really. Yeah.
1: That's yeah. what I was thinking. Like, if there's a bunch of people who just stayed at home to watch the Yankees play, then it's no, a different no. story, kind of. Yeah,
0: but. well, and, and I mean, the best part the best part about the Yankees game, too, is that the people who went were there for about an hour because it was uh, a million to nothing by the end of the fourth inning. Oh, so that's fair. Um, I like the Red Sox. So, yeah, uh, record low attendance at Barclays.
1: Now, do you think that they would have gotten more people in the building if uh, the game was played in Hartford? Yeah. <laughs> of course they would have. <laughs> of course they would have.
0: Like, this is the ridiculous thing about the NHL. Is think about all these markets where you just can't get fucking people in the building. And think about all these, like, cities where, like, yeah, granted it's a smaller market. And maybe you'd make less money in the bigger picture. But you'd fill the seats. Like, it's just insane to think that that's the way the business goes, right? I've, I've got it. Okay. Okay. Um, Cut the NHL down to 16 teams. No, no, no. Here, okay. Here, here's what you do. Oh, I thought we were going
1: crazy here. You take the Islanders, and you take whatever the 32nd team is going to be out west. And instead of giving them permanent homes, they become traveling roadside attractions. (laughs) So one game, they're at home in Hartford. The next day, they're at home in Quebec.
0: It's just—it's the CLE. It's just a traveling
1: circus. (laughs) These guys don't have homes. They're just, you know,
0: yeah, we can sell out one night oh, in Hartford. They could be, they could, like, they'll have a bunch, it'd be like a bunch of Carnies on the yeah. team. You could have Keith Carney, yeah. could be the head
1: coach and everything. One weekend only, Sydney Crosby's in town, here we oh go. Oh my god, could you imagine? Yeah, have one west, one east, and oh we balance man. it all out. And we should make, a,
0: for the next podcast, we should make, like, our traveling Carnies team. Okay. And, like, who would be, like, who would be the playboys on that team? Like, Evander Kane is oh, on yeah. that team. oh yeah. Uh, Tyler Sagan.
1: Fuck, I think we get Mike our
0: GM. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Silly, yeah. Silly's a good call. Yeah. I met Sillinger at the airport one time, so I'll see if I can. uh yes. I, don't, I didn't get his phone number though. Um, who else would there? Yager.
1: Oh yeah, he's got to complete yep. the the tour for sure. Yep. Um, who else? Huh.
0: Lee Stampniak. Yeah. Classic, yeah, yeah. classic yeah, still uh out there. trade deadline target, Lee Stempniak. Okay.
1: there's something here. We can we can okay.
0: with that. Next episode, the we'll, traveling we'll pick, Carnies. We'll
1: pick a number of cities and a number of players and we'll you know look yeah. forward to that, folks.
0: It sounds like it's gonna work a lot better than the Islanders' current situation yeah, is working looking good. for them. Like, it's kind of amazing, like just how the team's two and one and they're like they're bad. Yeah. It's not good. Leonard was on the bench for the first couple games. I don't know if he's played yet. Which I think's questionable. Um,
1: Who got the shutout the other night?
0: Was it? I thought Leonard had the shutout. I thought it was Grice, but maybe no, it, I'm was Leonard? Sure it was Leonard. Oh my god, I'd be so happy. Um, you talk for a second. I'm gonna look that up.
1: Yeah, no, I'm. I'm a. I'm very historically rooted when it Robin comes Leonard. Yeah,
0: 35 saves in his season debut. Yeah.
1: Oh, I love there Robin Leonard. Go. But That's yeah, no, awesome. I'm. I'm it's historically rooted class. in the uh, in the NHL like. I, I have no problem with the idea of the Coyotes moving, or the Panthers moving, or the Hurricanes moving. The Islanders, though, they, they've got that... That's what sucks about oh, it. Oh, it's tough. I would... <sighs> At one point, they were the greatest franchise okay. in the league, right? Okay, so, so,
0: of those four teams you just mentioned, yeah. what's your power rankings, and what order would you... Like, What which teams need to move the worst?
1: From bottom up? So, like, the team I'd move first? Yeah,
0: who would you move first? Florida. Me too.
1: Yeah. Arizona.
0: I guess. Yeah. You know, okay, so I'm biased because my aunt and uncle live half an hour from there. Okay. And there's a pretty good chance that every winter I may just start going to visit them. Nice. And probably seeing a couple hockey games while I'm there. Sure. You are also welcome to come. Oh, cool. We might record a podcast from Arizona in February. That'll be cool. But yeah, so like I kind of want the Coyotes to stay because I feel like I might go to
1: a couple games a year now. It's a big Seems market. Like it's like, happen. I, I get us. it. There's just so many problems. Like if they could find some stability, I might be more on board. No, I get and, it. And Vegas might help. No,
0: but they're they're number two. And then I think I yeah, Fuck, I'd move the Islanders. Yeah. I think the Hurricanes. The problem is, is the Hurricanes are very like fair weather fans. But even when they're bad, like they, I would imagine they get better attendance than the Panthers or Fucking the Coyotes or the They Islanders had a lower party.
1: attendance than the Quebec Rem parts not too long ago. That's not to say that the other teams in our yeah. didn't as well, but... Yeah, well, I we, I one of these that. teams
0: would be moving to Quebec. There's your problem solver. Yeah,
2: okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, Quebec Hurricanes, you know. I also wanted to topic. point out
0: the video that you had not seen until we... <laughs> um... Matt Pellick? Or Adam Pellick? Which Pellick is it? Uh, it's Matt Pellick,
1: I that think. Was Matt. Yeah. Matt
0: Pellick, the guy on the Islanders. The Pellick on the Islanders. Yeah. Um made what I think is one of the worst misplays I've ever seen by getting the puck with a wide-open net, a sprawling Martin Jones, who I may add, is not sprawling across the net to make the save. No, no, Jones is sprawling away from the net. So, like, away from... Like, the net's getting more open as this sequence is going on. And Pellick, instead of firing the puck into the open net for what I believe would have been his first goal, I thought someone said that, he's never scored yet, mm. uh, tried to pass it over to Matt Barzell, who was not only, uh, the pass lane was blocked by Jones' ass, but also Barzell was being tied up by a defender because, you know, like, they were trying to stop the best player on the ice, not fucking Matt Pellick.
1: Yeah, you uh, you sent me this one on the list and I... Your, your explanation to me at the time did not did not do this justice. It, yeah. Like, it was it gets so much better. every time you yeah. watch it. Yeah. It's I was great. Like, the first time I was like, that's oh, not so bad. And then by the fifth or sixth view, I'm thinking, like, this is the most bonehead play. What
0: what what was... Okay, so you've seen it, like, eight or ten times now, because yeah. I showed it to you earlier. What is worse, the Pellick misplay or the Blake Como
1: breakaway? Probably the Blake Como breakaway, because... I, and I'll explain it here okay. this way. Pelic's never scored. He's he doesn't know what he's doing. But, that, but, that, <laughs> he doesn't. but that, Okay, but that but
0: that's my point. Is A, like having you know, a guy who made his like you know, I fucking played hockey and I stuck around the net and I know open nets, man. Like I was just a garbage goal scorer. When the puck gets to you in that point and there's so much crazy shit going on, just fire the puck at the net. Like, even if you fire it into his paddle, like, at least you tried. And and, I and, think, and then it doesn't go in the net. I think Pellic should, like, that should have been his first reaction, is to just fire the puck in the net. No. At least Como, Como maybe had the breakaway and just overthought, and then he's like, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have done that, I guess. See, see Como... I think he had too much time to think,
1: Como. Pellic should just know. Just shoot the puck in the net, man. Como should have had that reaction. Como's been there. He knows, just get the puck on the net, right? I guess. And Pellic he doesn't know what Jones is gonna do. He probably oh thinks Jones God. is going post to post, Unbelievable. like butter on toast. And he just gotta like pass it back to Matty Barzell because Matt Barzell is the only guy on the team that knows how to put the puck there. I don't know what I'm doing. I gotta give the puck to the guy that can put the you know like Doug Wait sitting on the bench like if you get the puck, give it to Matt. If you get the puck, give it to Matt. So
0: you know what's funny <laughs> is you just said Doug Wait and literally that whole conversation. I was trying to think of who the head coach of the Einers was. It's Barry fucking Trots. It's not Doug Wait. <laughs> How how much how much was that eye twitching? Yes. How much was that yes. eye moving? That eye was moving. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It was bad, to say the least. Yeah. Jones, like... I have Type Jones, in... If, I have
1: Jones in fantasy, and I don't know what the hell he was doing there. If you
0: haven't... Yeah, well, that fucking prediction's looking off the rails to start the year, right? Uh, eh?
1: We're not great for those so far.
0: Well, I think I've done worse, to be honest with you. But, um, yeah, like... If you haven't seen it, because I'm sure if you, like you'll be listening to this on Friday, we're recording Wednesday, if you type in Matt Pellick on Twitter, I guarantee you that this is still going to come up. It's probably going to come up for a while. It was a massive, massive misplay. Uh, in all seriousness, I, I kind of feel bad for the guy because he kind of made it, they made a joke out of him on Twitter, but yeah. I I don't know. Like he's playing in National Hockey League for a reason. He's not a terrible defenseman yeah. or anything yeah, they like won that. The game. But so, they did win the game by a lot too. Yeah. Robin liner thirty-five save shutout. Uh, and the last thing I want to mention about the Islanders is uh, just a quick note because um, maybe we'll keep this going throughout the the podcast season. Um, but just if you're on stats, watch uh, Ross Johnston to this point of the year has uh Let's
1: just double check th- 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 here that's th- uh, breaking news ross I johnston
0: i can't find him on the goal leader board he
1: should just oh that's if, why if it's right um, below tavares yeah you
0: know? no uh actually ross johnson has zero games played this year zero goals zero assists zero points Zero, zero penalty minutes
1: I have a question. Zero.
0: He's even, plus minus. Yes, James.
1: Uh, doesn't he make four and a half million dollars? No. In his contract? <laughs> in his no. his well, four. contract? Four, yeah. Okay, yeah
0: uh, okay. Ross Johnson, for those of you who are, who are not aware, is in the first year of a four-year contract. Uh, and he has not played a game on this contract yet. Huh. Sits in a press box. Yes, James. Question. I have a question. Yes, James.
1: Typically, when you sign a guy to a four-year contract, doesn't that mean he's going to play a lot of games for you?
0: In fact, James, it does. Uh, Because the Leafs signed Matt Martin to a deal. They played him. Mm -hmm. Then they didn't play him anymore, so they traded him to the Islanders because Islanders are playing him. And uh, Matt Martin and Ross Johnson play the same uh, role. I have
1: a question. Yes, James. Did they perhaps sign Ross Johnson before... They acquired Matt Martin and thus did not need <laughs> Ross Johnson after acquiring Matt Martin. I don't think
0: so. I thought I, I thought I, they signed Johnson so yeah, first. I'm, fr- yeah, I'm pretty, pretty sure they yeah, did. Yeah, I knew yeah. what they, yeah. did,
2: what they yeah. were doing. Oh god,
0: era. It's bad. We need Matt Martin, but okay. sir, you already have Ross Johnson. Era.
1: So this, this you can't brings, have too much grit. This brings me to a question for you. Yes, James. Um. Be preseason rankings, I think we all had the Ottawa Senators as the most incompetent franchise in the NHL.
0: The Islanders might give them a they're, run. They're coming, eh? Now, okay, now we by didn't, April. Now, we didn't plan to talk about this on a podcast, and I didn't bring it up last week. Did you see that bit about, it was either the final preseason game or it was the first regular season game for the Senators? No, it hadn't happened yet. That's why we didn't bring it up. Uh, where, for some fucking reason, they did some sort of a PA stunt, where they had like these Beach balls yeah, that were like super eh, heavy and they hurts, were like they were like children? There yeah, okay, so there, there was these like these beach balls at the Senators game and they were like bouncing around the crowd during warm-ups and stuff like that, you know, like you would do with a beach ball. At a rock but,
1: concert. Yeah, but
0: apparently these were like super fucking heavy and they like spilt a bunch of beer and food and hurt a bunch of kids. Mm-hmm. I'm not making this up. Yeah. if you type in if you type it in on Twitter, there was like a couple tweets about it. It wasn't like this huge viral thing. What the hell were the what the hell was that? They weren't even, like, red and gold and black beach balls. They were gray. They were the ugliest things Mm -hmm. ever. They looked like when, on Seinfeld, when Kramer uh, fills the ball with a bunch of oil and they drop it, you know, because they're trying to stop uh, oil spills. They drop it on the girl's head, you know, from the voice. It kind of looked like the same beach ball.
1: You know, I I can just imagine, like... Eugene Melnick at home one night just in bed bef- you know with a with his reading glasses and his magazine and we need a new <laughs> opening night promo honey what do you- what do you think I should do well i like pearls uh, Eugene and he dropping pearls from the ceiling pearls. you know pearls. <laughs> yeah that's I They kind of looked like pearls yeah. off white pearls right it was disastrous weird Disaster. Yeah, I don't know,
0: but they could give the Senators a run for the money. The Senators also... Wow, well, we didn't plan... I'm sorry. I didn't plan to bash the Senators tonight. Did you see the Senators today also their attempt to lure fans in what they're doing? No, I did not. Kind of goes back to what you and I were talking about on the first episode. Okay. They lowered the price of parking. Nice. By, Free parking. by $5. Oh, wow. Okay. So instead of $30 to park out in fucking bum-canada... Mm-hmm. It is now $25 okay. to park at the Canadian Tire Center. Okay. And premium parking is 40 to $35. Now.
1: And how much does the players have to pay to park?
0: <laughs> it's like on Moneyball when they're trying to get like a, a bottle of Coke. $2 and David, for Coke. David Justice is like $1.75 for soda. <laughs> Billy likes to keep the money on the field. Soda money? <laughs> soda yeah.
1: pucks? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, okay. but uh, Brady Kachuk, two-goal performance night in, in his home debut uh, for the Sens. So I, I maybe maybe there's hope. Maybe they won't be the most incompetent franchise come end of the year. Well,
0: it kind of leads me to an interesting point in that maybe one thing you could do to revitalize your team, try to get more people in the door when Aside things aren't from going... from giant pearls. From giant pearls and you know, lower, lower parking and soda money, is um, bringing a new mascot. Yeah. Like the Philadelphia Flyers have done in Gritty. Yeah. Who is the best. Taking lead by He's Storm. He's the best. Did you see him come into wrecking ball the other night? Yeah. Propelling from the stands to yeah. wrecking ball. Um, Pretty much every team in the league has a mascot, James. And so I thought I would see how good your knowledge is Ooh. on current NHL mascots. Okay. This is a impromptu quiz for you. The... Uh, NHL mascot quiz. Nice. You should get the. Yeah. You should add it in the uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire sound afterwards. Okay. Or if not, just leave me saying that. Sure. Um, Okay. What I'm gonna say, I think, because I think your I think your knowledge is not that bad.
1: It it's it could be. It depends which teams you're picking. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Well, I feel like I didn't go with anything where it's like Johnny, the Bruins mascot. Yeah. <laughs> it's his name. I didn't include yeah. anything like dead giveaways or anything like that. Okay. Um. Let's go six out of ten to pass. Sure. Eight out of ten is pretty good. Ten out of ten, you are a mascot master, my friend. Ooh. Yep.
1: Right. Ready? Sure. Okay. I'm. I'm going to give so, the
0: names. So I'm gonna. I'm going to give you the name of the mascot. Oh. And okay. you have to tell me which team. This mask God belongs to. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Number one,
1: Sparta Cat. Oh, that's Ottawa. That's the <laughs> Ottawa Senators for sure.
0: It is. Yeah. Y- you know what it reminded me of when I read that, though? Because I didn't know about Sparta Cat. Uh, is Spider Pig from the <laughs> Simpsons movie? <laughs> it's yeah. like, what the fuck's a Sparta Cat? Does whatever a Sparta can. Yeah. Uh, okay. Number two, Wild Wing. Wild Wing that's the uh, Anaheim Ducks that is the Anaheim Ducks two for
1: two not bad thank you
0: I figured maybe that would have thrown you off about the Red Wings but I I guess you are aware that Al the Octopus is the Red Wings
1: uh, well not only that
0: but I remember Wild Wing being in the cartoon Anaheim Ducks
1: oh yeah I never thought about that which
0: you've said you are like an aficionado of that cartoon show I've
1: seen it I don't know if aficionado is the correct term but well you're two for two nice uh, number three, Slapshot. Washington Capitals. Jesus Christ. Took over the name from the original Philadelphia Flyers mascot, Slapshot. Was the best with yeah. back problems. With back problems. Had to retire due to back problems. Yeah.
0: You're three for three. Thank you. Thank you. you I wouldn't be shocked at this point. I mean, you may go ten for ten. <laughs> this is pretty fucked. Um, yeah, because there's, there's a few in here I feel like you'll also get, so you might pass. Okay. Okay. Uh, number four, Louie.
2: Louie.
1: Louie. Louis Louie, Louie, Louie. Louie, That's uh Am I allowed to am I allowed to come back? What do you mean come back? Yeah, what, can I come back to Louie? No. No? Oh shit. <laughs>
0: Cause you're gonna eliminate other teams uh, by continuing the quiz, so like You're not like, wrong, you're not wrong. Yeah.
1: No, this is number Louis, four. Louis, Louie, Louie. Um Give me like a give me like a ten second like countdown here. Let me just sure. let me just think for
2: Louie.
0: Start spreading the news. <laughs> I'm leaving
1: today. Uh, the Rangers, I, I guess. Uh, or are you just singing New York because you're a Boston Bruce? No, I, I was rubbing
0: it in. No, I was out. rubbing okay. it into the uh, any New York
1: Yankees. Okay, then, then, I'll, then I'm going to go with Vancouver.
0: Um, Vancouver's incorrect. Okay. I Louis. don't remember what their mascot is, Vancouver. It's He's not a on the Big orca orca Whale. I don't know his name. Oh, it's Finn the Whale. Finn the, oh, Finn okay. the Whale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to put him on here, but mm. I figured once I said Finn the Whale, that would give yeah. it away. Um, Louis. No, Louis is the St. Louis Blues mascot. Yeah. I don't remember what he is. For Louis Armstrong. I should have opened. Yeah. Jesus. Really? Yeah. That's the a trumpet player. Yeah, I know yeah. who Louis oh, Armstrong okay. is. right. It's kind of weird. No, that's right. Um that's yeah. Number five, Harvey the Hound. Calgary Flames. Four for five, James. Thank you. Pretty good. Calgary Flames mascot do, is Harvey the Hound. Do my best. That so, one I thought was the easiest one on there. Sons, time. I still can't believe you got Cat. That's fucked. Um, number six. Chance.
1: Oh, that's the, the Vegas uh, the lizard thing. Five
0: for six. Yeah. Holy shit. Mm. Uh, okay. I couldn't believe this was a real mascot <laughs> when I read this one. There, they're Honestly, I couldn't believe the rest of these were, were like. I feel like we're now getting to the hard part of the quiz. Okay. You may get them, but I can't believe these next four. I need, are I need one more to
1: pass, right?
0: You need one more. Okay. For the potential win, I guess. Ooh. Bernie the Saint Bernard.
1: Bernie the Saint
0: Bernard. <laughs> I'm not shitting you.
1: <laughs> Bernie the Saint Bernard. I want to be a
0: part of it in old New York. If I can make it there, Bernie, Aaron Judge can go to hell. Um, new York, New... Dun, 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 dun. All right, I'm going to going to put a timer yeah, here, man. Five, four three two do it do i'm gonna it. i'm gonna Say go
1: it. with um uh, <laughs> fuck me hang on hang on come on uh, pick a team uh, are you forgetting what the team's called no i'm just trying to like narrow down like every team i come to it's just like it's oh like i know God, who that is it's
0: just fucking you got three more to still get right yeah you're quiz. not wrong
1: um, you should get number 10, right? Anyway, but. The Minnesota Wild? I know no. that's wrong.
0: Uh, Bernie the St. Bernard is the Colorado Avalanche mascot.
1: Okay.
0: I guess like a, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I guess so. A
0: mountainous dog. Sure. Uh, you're five for seven.
1: Okay. Number eight. Uh Just pointing. Nordy. Nordy. I see that's They're that's. He's nice, exactly that's one of the ones I probably would have guessed Colorado <laughs> nope. for. Nordy, Nordy,
0: Nordy. Huh.
1: Um,
0: Nordy. Stupid name for a mascot. Nordy, Nordy.
2: Um,
1: let's go. Um, let's go, San Jose.
0: I know. Uh, Nordy is the Minnesota Wild mascot. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. You are five for eight.
1: Okay. Running out of time?
0: I... This... This is the best... Like, I thought Gritty was something. This is the best mascot I've ever heard of in my life. You ready? Sure. Number nine. Sparky the Dragon. (laughs) (laughs) If Puff the Magic Dragon were a fucking mascot...
1: Sparky the Dragon.
0: Sparky the Dragon. I'm not kidding. Is a real mascot in the uh-huh. NHL for a team.
1: Uh huh. Um, Currently active NHL team. Oh, that's. I think that's New Yorkers. <laughs> it's the New
0: yeah. You win. Yes, Sexy <laughs> <Yes. laughs> pass. Sparky the Dragon. Yeah. That's the only reason why I don't want the Islanders to move. <laughs> Sparky the fucking dragon, man. Uh, number ten. For bonus points, sure, I guess. For insurance sure. points. All right. For a university level pass, I guess. 77% okay, I'm down, here. I'm down. Victor E. Green. Dallas Stars. Dallas Stars. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. There actually are two Victor E's in the league. For bonus points, can you name the other Victor E mascot?
1: Victor E. Um, he has
0: two names, I should add. Victor E. whatever is his, like, nickname, but he's actually also named something else. Okay. Weird. Your mascot has two names, but...
1: yeah. Um... Tampa Lightning? No. no. Victor E. Rat. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, Florida for the Nashville yeah. Predators, obviously. Martin E. Rat. No, I'm just kidding. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So you pass. Nice. Seven out of ten. Okay. Good job on the mascot. That's for- that's about what I figured. I, I
1: you know, you mentioned a, a, a an impromptu quiz. I did not see mascots coming tonight, yeah. so it's
0: good. Yeah. Well, gritty's just the best, and you know what I mean. Damn. I was curious what your mascot knowledge was, so it's pretty, pretty good. Above Pretty, pretty, well, pretty, yeah. pretty good. Good. Um. Okay, a couple more things to talk about. Uh, Matt Murray is sidelined again with Oof. a concussion, um, which. Um, I mean we're going to talk about a few guys. Uh, well, we'll talk one more, I guess. Another recurring injury. Just we'll talk about them both at the same time. Is Jonathan Quick is also out with a lower body injury. Right. Which um no news. Not, I think not news. I think, Murray's is more cause for concern. Definitely because. Quick has managed to stay healthy his injury is something they know what it is Um, whereas Murray's is a concussion and that's kind of hard to do anything with and they're happening a lot lately
1: yeah Um, and Quick's also not you know 24 25 no and, and Quick
0: can play through his injury yeah which not that I recommend he does but if he wants to he can Murray cannot no and can't even really play once he feels good yeah, he has to just
1: just say. Yeah. wait. That's tough. And, and this this also harkens back to the whole uh, Vegas Golden Knights expansion draft, where you know you maybe the Penguins really aren't in cause for concern if you've got marc Andre Fleury as your backup, still, yeah. right? That's that's tough. I mean, um, you know, I think I think we're all a little um, a little more closely knit with with Matt Murray's story. You know, the local boy, and we. Obviously, don't like hearing anybody getting hurt, but him, you know, it, it almost hits like some sort of a nerve. And uh,
0: he's the only player in the NHL that I know. Right. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know anyone else in the league. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, that, that's that's tough to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you don't want to see it happen to anyone, and it, it certainly sucks to see this continuing to happen. Uh, to a young goalie with quite a bit of talent. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, ultimately what's going to happen there, it's hard to say. Uh, Crosby's had tons of recurring concussion issues, and he's managed to stay healthy right. for the past little while. So,
1: No, I didn't see the play that led to his injury.
0: I, I didn't really see it. I, no way. No.
1: Now, I'm just wondering, like, is, is there a way to protect the goalies? Is there something more the league can be doing in that regard? It's going to be hard to say, man, because regardless, like,
0: they're still going to get nailed with shots and stuff like that. And... The shots that's are not inevitable. Gonna, it's not yeah. going to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, I feel like less concussions happen from a shot to the head than from... Because it was pra- in practice, wasn't it?
1: That's what I thought
0: it was. Yeah. So I didn't actually see it again, like I said, but...
1: Yeah. Because, you know, like, again, you're right. Like, the shots, there's nothing you can really do about that. Anybody can take a shot in the head. Mm-hmm. You know, Aaron Puck but I'm, I'm more curious Like I, I've seen it a few times with Leaf goalies over the years, James Reimer Frederick, Frederick Anderson's had a couple guys just going through the crease area and you know knee of the head kind of yeah. plays those are the, that's the kind of stuff I like to see get taken out or find a way to curb those types of injuries from happening because they really shouldn't be goalies are very vulnerable, you want them down in that prone position making saves Jonathan Quick, another guy I don't think he's ever had a concussion. And if he hasn't, it's a miracle because just the way I he plays. I thought he had one, but, yeah, I don't think I've, he's had a lot I wouldn't of be surprised because yeah. he's always in that, you know, area where he's down and yeah. around the shins. And it's only a matter of time, I think, before someone really gets, you know, their their career derailed because, well you know, uh, and and
0: hopefully, it could be Murray, Hopefully but, we're not, yeah. You I know. mean, hopefully he's not the – well, I mean, he wouldn't be the first example, obviously, but, like, yeah. It'd be a big that'd be a big name to see to continue to have these issues. And, exactly. Yeah. Um. I guess Corey Crawford is another guy that he's in that's there. More yeah. or less, what's going on with him, and uh, there is a lot of doubt that Corey Crawford's ever going to play again. Um, there was a lot of talk that the reason he came back about a month ago there and was skating with the team was for insurance reasons. Hmm. If he wasn't to skate, then he doesn't get paid. Well, he goes on to longer term mm. disability and he gets less of his salary. So I had a boss do that one time who was on sick leave and he showed up for a four hour shift for the first time in like eight months <laughs> so that way he could stay on long, on uh, on short term disability and nice. get more money for him. Yeah. beauty. Um, which I guess it, it that's in reality I guess what Crawford might have done but um, regardless it sucks and it's a big loss for both those teams and yeah um that that probably affects the penguins more than the than the Kings, not to say quicks, not uh, or not good, but um, they're more of like a goalie is a uh, product of the system. You think, whereas uh, the Penguins just need a goaltender. Whereas I think you know what I mean. The Kings, not to say this, but the Kings could probably win with a lot of different
1: people in net. You think Kovalchuk's asked his agent for a trade yet, or? He's not looking too good.
0: I don't know yeah, if you've watched first goal tonight. Yeah, he's yeah. fuck it. He's not Ilya Kovalchuk anymore. Well, I don't sure. know
1: who thought he would be. I, 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 I certainly uh, didn't think. Uh, in I didn't, My season predictions. I didn't think so. he would
0: be, but I certainly hoped he would be. Yeah,
1: because Ilya
0: Ilya's is the man. Man, Yeah, that's fair. Yep. Yeah. Um, James Van Reemsdyke. right, is out five to six weeks now. I wanted to have a d- smaller debate with you. Uh, I got a notification when this happened from the score, which is a lovely app. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. I enjoy it. uh, That said that JVR out long-term. And I'm like, oh, fuck, that's not good. And I open it up, and it's five to six weeks. Is that long-term, do you think?
1: I think so.
0: Long-term to me is more than eight weeks. Or, no, more than six, anyway. Like, six, I think, is the underside. Okay. If you're talking... If you're talking around two months, then I think we're talking long term. Four fortnights is long term.
1: Now here's a question for you.
0: Do you uh, Fortnite is two weeks, It's <laughs> not a game. Do you, it's do both, you consider long term Do you consider your pet a
1: pet or a <laughs> The number of weeks missed or the number of games missed. Because if the Flyers have a top heavy schedule and he's missing, you know, ten games. I guess. That's uh, something to consider. Well, he's you he,
0: know he missed more than ten games I guess in definitely. five to six weeks. Yeah, so. but I'm
1: just thinking like if you're missing five to six weeks now as opposed to five to six weeks around Christmas, you're probably missing more games now.
0: You think so? I think it's the other way around. Well, there's, I, th- I feel like schedule's lighter the first two three weeks it, of the year in the so NHL. Okay. I, I well, there's, there's just... four teams that have only played one game. Yeah, <laughs> that's the weeks. season's been going for a fucking week already. At least I played four games. There's four teams that played once. Yeah, it's nuts. It's yeah. insane. Yeah, okay, actually, I, I'll well, I'll go back to that later. I don't know, I, I feel like that, that was misleading, I thought. And I thought, I assumed when I saw that, I literally thought when I saw that that they were going to say like three to four months, mm. or two to three months, but even like eight weeks I think is fair, like that's long term to me. Five to six weeks is not long term, because uh, five to six weeks in the NHL, unless it's a concussion, is like four weeks. Right. And if you play for the Flyers, it's like two to three weeks. Because Bobby Clark's in charge, so kinda,
2: that's
1: fair, kinda. So yeah, I don't know. I thought that was weird. If, if, if you go six weeks, he misses fourteen games. So I don't, I don't know. That's that's not that long. Yeah, still plays sixty-eight games in the season.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't
1: know. You're not you're not wrong in in maybe thinking it's. Not labeled correctly, but it's it's not like a, it's it uh, was misleading. Yeah, it's not like a four to five game injury either. Yeah. Which is I think I think when you're talking those your, well, your a top 4 about 5 six, game is day to day or even week to week, I guess. Yeah. When you're talking about part. your top six, if you see your guys missing four to five games, you'd you you do not want to see that. So Well, you don't want to see anyone get hurt, yeah. No, but, five to six. I think I think maybe you call that long term if you're talking about a top six guy like that. Uh I'm pissed. Okay then, I don't know, turn your notifications off. I, don't
0: uh, yeah, I guess I'm going to have to. Uh, I wanted to talk about another thing with you, too. Like, I... Uh, I um, I've i long thought this, and... Uh, ideally, I would like to put uh, some words to a, a paper one day and write a piece about this. Hmm. But don't you think it's insane that the NHL has like 2 to 3 to maybe 4 at the most different start times for their games on the weekends, on Saturday in particular, like you've got 15 games, why the fuck are 14 of them starting at either 7 or 10 o'clock? Like if it's on a Saturday, why don't you have a 12.30 start? Why don't you have a 1 o'clock start? Why don't you have a 2 o'clock start? A 2.30 start? A 3.30 start? A 4, you know what I mean? Space it out so that way hockey's on all the time. I feel like you'd get more people paying for your NHL package, like you get more people actually buying in to pay for the premium service. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You possibly would get more people to games, depending on the market, during the day than you would during the evening, because you don't have to make an entire production out of it to go to the game. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You can go to the game and then do other things that day, instead of sitting. Like, when I go to games, I prefer day games. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Like, I prefer, like, when we go to Winnipeg in March, like, the one year we went and the game was at, like, 3 o'clock, that was way better than every year we go and the game's at, like, 6 or 7. Okay. And granted, like, it's on a Sunday, so we, we, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I, I just, I, I think it's insane that the NHL looks at all these other professional sporting leagues, and not even professional sporting leagues, like, college football does this, college basketball does this, where all the games start at different times, so that way, you can make an event out of the sport and actually watch the sport, rather than just watching your team. Because like when hockey goes on on Saturday nights, I watch the Leafs, and then sometimes I watch the Western game, but all day I'm waiting for hockey to start. If there was hockey on at 12.30, I would watch hockey. If there was hockey on, and if it was sporadic throughout the day, I'd honestly be more likely to sit down and make a day out of watching hockey than if it's just one game at night. I'll watch that one game and then that's it. Like, I, j- I just feel like you maximize the potential if you spread out your If you stagger your scheduling. Right. Because the N- NBA does it. MLB definitely does it. And the NFL sort of does it. Like, they're staggered. They're more. There are moments of the day where there's not football on, but it's not a lot.
1: Okay. Now, I agree with you 100%, but I think we have to take some of the onus off the league. I don't think this is primarily an nhl problem i think a lot of the time you're finding that you've got to play yes your game know. at one o'clock because you need that rink for 7 p.m well or something
0: else. see that is true in in some markets for sure um i do know that the nhl has a, still a pretty decent amount of say though in like i get i get that they're you know what i mean i get that they can't be like hey, Boston, you're playing at 1 o'clock today at TD Garden. And then they're like, you know, oh no, the Celtics are playing at 2. And they're like, ah, fuck the Celtics. You do what we say or we're moving your team to Albuquerque. Like,
2: yeah, you know what I mean? They're not yeah. going to do anything
0: like
1: that. See, like the but, MLB and the NFL have like uh, almost like some leniency because no one else really uses their stadiums uh, sports-wise. Yeah, Sometimes you get a con always the
0: case. Uh, but but I, I do agree with you, but I'm just saying like there are 100% instances all the time where... The rink is free in the afternoon. Maybe. And the game's just at night. Okay. For no apparent reason a lot of the like time. Like a, a lot like of... Like there are bigger, bigger places like um, TD Garden in Boston. Like Madison Square Garden in New York. Um, there are places where they are used sometimes twice in one day yeah. for different things.
1: Like, I look at what Calgary, the, the
0: hell's going on in New Jersey during the day at mm, one o'clock. Maybe, I have a game in maybe, New Jersey at one maybe. o'clock. You know what I mean? Like, but I look at like, some nights, at like some Calgary. weekends they have concerts. You can't tell me that every single rink has a fucking concert that night no, or a basketball no, game. No, not a, every like, single you know one. What I mean? There are enough rinks, I'm saying, to do this, though, where yeah. there's not something going on. And if there isn't, then you have lighter, you go lighter on the day games one weekend. Maybe. It doesn't happen every weekend. It doesn't happen every Saturday across the league where every single rink's being used twice in one day. Fucking give me a break. It definitely doesn't happen at Air Canada Centre, and I know that they're your 7 o'clock hockey game Canada game. But that, or, sorry, Scotiabank Arena. Yeah. I'm just saying that there are examples of these arenas out there, for sure, where there is enough to stagger several games throughout the day.
1: Yeah. No, like, you're not wrong. I just think about, like, cities like Calgary and Edmonton, where their junior teams are using... Like, the Calgary Hitmen. And you're limited... They they can only play... Yeah. ...Friday, Saturday, Sundays, because these are kids that are in high school... You're
0: limited in your Western markets a little bit, too, to a degree, like... But you could still have San Jose play at 4 o'clock, right? You can't have them play at the 1 o'clock game because that's 10 o'clock in the morning in San Jose. Yeah. So, like, I get that, you know, Western teams kind of have to take an exception to it. Yeah. It's got to be more on the East Coast for the 12.30, 1 o'clock starts. But even still, in San Jose, like, if you have a game at, at 1 o'clock Pacific time, which is 4 o'clock Eastern time, mm-hmm. you're still part of the day of hockey, and that's still enough time to get Metallica on stage at, 10 o- at, at 9.30 or whatever. Because I think Metallic is from around there, so
2: yeah, no, Metallica
0: is right. always. He's always playing a fucking anthem, James. San Francisco, I think. Yeah,
2: but
1: no, yeah, and, and like for me, I, I look at like a hockey rink as being—it's a commodity of of your the, uh, the community, you know, like. Well, oh, for sure, you can't just send uh, the baseball team to another diamond for the day to play baseball. No, somewhere no, else. no. Sometimes I, you need that ring. No, I and...
0: I agree. Like I don't get me wrong, I understand that there is going to be scheduling conflicts. Yeah. But if I'm... I happen to know as just someone who like looks into this type of stuff, right that there are a lot of ranks that just kind of fucking sit there all day maybe and nothing goes on.
1: Like I'm a leaf fan and like I think Toronto doesn't have a problem in that regard like they've got enough ranks in Toronto where it's not an issue.
0: Well the, the big thing with Toronto yeah. is Toronto literally has a contract that they are the seven o'clock game on Saturdays with exception of, I think it's two, it might be three Saturdays a year. Right. On, like, when there's actual scheduled hockey. Like, they are allowed two Saturdays off a year where there is hockey. So, like, Christmas Day doesn't count as one of those days Mm because there's no hockey going on on Mm -hmm. Christmas Day, which I also don't really love, but that's fine. That's in their CBA. Um, But, like, the Leafs are one exception, and I think Montreal's kind of in that grouping. But I think Montreal is even allowed day games because they do play during the day sometimes. Yeah. Um, Toronto just never does on Saturdays. No. They're 7 o'clock. Regardless of what city they're in, it doesn't matter. They are 7 o'clock.
1: I'll be going to my first hockey night in Canada again this year, I guess. Uh, they're in Minnesota on a Saturday night. So. You going? When is that? Yeah, it's December 1st. Oh, okay. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah, it's the first time they've ever played Minnesota on a Saturday, so says my cousin Jonathan. That is weird. Yeah. So. 6 o'clock Central start? Probably.
0: 7 o'clock yeah. <laughs> Eastern Time. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. I I think that this is an opportunity where the NHL could sell more. I'd, I'd love to see sell that. more packages. I'd love to see that. And I okay. So now I am speculating on this. Just, but just like just because I like day games, it doesn't mean everyone else does. Right. I don't know if you're risking ticket sales in certain markets, and I'm sure certain weekends you are. If there's other stuff going on at 1 o'clock on a Saturday... Maybe don't go see the Islanders get whooped by the... I was going to say the Sharks, but they whoop the Sharks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, maybe you don't go see your shitty team on a Saturday. Like, maybe you're more likely to sell more tickets at night. I'm just saying that there are enough people that can look into there's that sort of thing. now. Right. We yeah. can do a, t- a study here. Yeah. And get some hockey on in the afternoon. Because, like, Saturday, the only hockey game during the day was... Uh, in Europe, right. So it had to be during the day. And then, like again, let's take a look at this Saturday. Like I don't even know who there is, but I'm gonna guarantee you there is no more than maybe one day game or two day games. Oh look at this! The NHL figured it out. One o'clock, one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock, six o'clock.
1: Good, they heard S- us.
0: Still think you can do better.
1: Oh, well, all right. Baby I steps. still, I Baby still, steps. I
0: still think they can do better though. That one o'clock game should start at one thirty. So that way, when the fir- when the one o'clock game's at intermission, that other game's on. Yeah, and then the two o'clock. You know what I mean? Just stagger them better. Stagger them better. That's fair. Answer him better.
1: Yeah. No, I, I agree. I like. I think that that's the obviously the best way to do it. I just I don't agree with giving the blame to the league more so than the guys that own the rink. Because if you can sell the ice time at the rink, if you've only got one rink in Sunrise, Florida, yeah. then. You know, Yeah, sure, sell it and fill it and do what you have to to make the money. But I get it. Okay, so uh,
0: I'll, I'll answer your point with a sort of agreeing with you. I'm just saying in most leagues, as long as you are your rink is free that day, the, the schedule maker tells you what time the game is going to be. Yeah. It's not on the ownership of the team. Yeah. Because all the time in the NFL, if a team is doing well, they get moved to prime time. So oh the, no no so no! The Chiefs I, have their I games that. at one, and like the NFL's like, fuck you! You're playing at eight thirty on Sunday night.
1: I get that, but like sometimes the rink is filled before the schedule. Sure, in,
2: so, sure, yeah. yeah, I get it. But
0: yeah. when it's applicable, oh, the sure. NHL should just be telling right. them that you're playing at one o'clock. Sorry, right. yeah, sorry if you hate me, but you might sell less tickets. You might sell more tickets. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I would think more if I if the Thunderwolves, for example, now, played at one o'clock here. And I had Saturday off, much more likely to go than to spend a Saturday night there, we I'll also, tell you that.
1: We also have to acknowledge that the schedule maker of this league, which is a bad league, is part is, of the league. Is also part of the problem. How many how many games was Boston behind the rest of the league all year last yeah. year? Like, <laughs> True. Eh, yeah. They gotta figure they
0: that out. They only, only uh, yeah. they only had one weather issue too, so it only yeah, came up
1: once, I think. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um anything else? Other than top ten.
1: Did you want a panic button?
0: Oh, yeah! We have a new segment.
1: (laughs) Classic. Um,
0: Yeah, we're going to be doing a new segment. It's going to be a two to five minute thing every episode. Um, We'll we'll get some sort of a sound effect in there or something. Jingle. A little jingle. Yeah. Um, The panic button. Panic Button is going to be uh, a weekly thing. We're going to discuss uh, some sort of a ridiculous media story um, surrounding something to do with the NHL of basically a media member just writing a super, super over-the-top sort of story or having a, some sort of a super, super over-the-top sort of panic kind of take. Uh, and, of course, for the, inaugurable, inaugurable, uh, the inaugural uh, Panic Button... I gotta talk about my boy Kipper, my boy Nick Kiprios, Ugh. basically in tears on Tim and Sid yesterday, crying about how the Leafs have to trade William Nylander. They can't afford him. Have to.
1: Yeah. Done deal. I don't know.
0: Contract. It's um. Nothing's a have to s- in this way. So, like, like, it might be a larger conversation, but like, I just don't understand under what circumstance the Leafs get someone of value for Nylander that doesn't make. Roughly the same money that Nylander should be making. Because shouldn't everyone kind of be paid to their value? So, like, if, if you know what I mean, Nylander is worth seven and a half, shouldn't you kind of be trading for someone that is also, like, a seven and a half million dollar defenseman or forward or whoever? It's just, to me, like, the only, like, you're yeah. going to be trading for a guy who's got, like, a really good contract if it's going to be a fair trade. And then who are you talking about? you Are talking about, A, a rookie or, B, someone on a really good contract that's, like, a veteran? So, for defenseman. Ryan Ellis, and that's it.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I Dion Phaneuf makes $7.5 million, so it's not a perfect argument. Right. But right, I see what you're saying.
0: It's just, who, like, who are you trading for that makes $4 million? It's a good trade. Who are you trading for? Fucking Chris maybe, Russell? Maybe the Darnell argu- Nurse? No.
1: Right. It's not a fair trade. Maybe the argument isn't more about um, what they're worth as opposed to the needs of the team. I don't want the Leafs to trade Neilander any more than any other Leaf fan that wants the Leafs to trade Neilander. But, currently, Austin Matthews has 10 points, and John Tavares has 6 goals, and Mitch Marner's right behind him, and Morgan Riley's putting the pocket in the net, and everything is clicking right now, mm-hmm. and you don't have Wayne Mullen on the team. And eventually it's not going to click, though, is my thought. Sure. My, it's but, just,
0: it, we talked about it, like in past episodes. It's just my thought is you have a unique possibility here to put together an offense that could, could actually potentially do this all year. Because if you have William Nylander, I think that helps a lot more than, all due respect, Kasperi Kapanen. Sure. Like you're not you're not talking about comparable players here. No. Not. Nylander is way better than Kapanen. For the sake
1: of stirring the pot. Oh yeah. Do you think any, any, like I'm not saying Nylander is a bad player, but tell me that none of his production the last two years is a result of maybe playing with Austin Matthews.
0: Well, no, they have similar points per game. So, of course. Of course, it's a little bit to do with that. Um, See,
1: because Matthews is putting the points up without William Nylander. And I don't know... Yeah, I get it. ...if you could make These the other conversation... No, no,
0: I I understand that. you are not around. talking about paying William Nylander $12 million a year. You're talking about paying him probably seven, seven and a half. I would go eight, but I understand why people wouldn't go eight. Um... It's just to me. I think it's hilarious that four games into the year, the Leafs score four po- or five point five goals a game, and it's like ah, they don't fucking need William Nylander. They can trade him. And Kiprio talking about how it, it it was a nice idea, but it didn't work. What the hell are you talking about? Well, that's right. The guy just the guy's just a complicated player on how to evaluate, how to pay him. Yeah. It happens every fucking year. Yeah. Were we pushing the panic button with Jacob Truba. No. Were we pushing the panic button with Ryan O'Reilly? Not really. Were we pushing the panic button with all these other guys that just held out for a few weeks? No. But because it's William Nylander and the Leafs are 3-1, and one, it's easy to just be like, yeah, they don't need him. And forget about what he actually brings to the team. Now, do you think the Leafs need an
1: upgrade on defense?
0: Not as big a one as people make it out to be. No. Really? Not really.
1: Okay. Interesting.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, who are you going to get that actually is going to help that blue it, Drew it's not, about,
1: it's not about who you're going to get. It's about what do you got to get rid of. Because Ron Hainsey's got to go. Ron Hainsey's got to go in the worst The way. plan
0: was to build from within, wasn't it? Sure. So
1: you have to feel about that way it. about
0: someone you got.
1: I'm all on board for building within. I'm just, I'm spitballing hey, Ron, here. Ron Hainsey scored last night. Be nice. You're, you're losing Jake Gardner at the end of the year. you got to replace him somehow because you're not resigning him. There's not a there's no chance in hell you're re signing Jake Gardner next year. So you've lost him.
0: It sounds like you're uh you're buying into the Kiprios panic here. I'm not you're panicking. a little nervous here.
1: I want Willie <laughs> on the team. You know what you are right now?
0: You are one of them that's like the uh the dog sitting at the table with the fire burning in the background and he's just smiling and he's got the <laughs> coffee cup. This he's is like fine. this is fine. No. And he's loving it. You sound like Ross Geller. Okay. I'm fine. I'm fine.
1: Yeah. All right. I I don't know. I I see a few holes coming within the next not not this year necessarily, but in the next couple of years, and I don't necessarily know if there's a, a plan in place to replace right. that those holes. So
0: you're hitting the panic button?
1: No, 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 no. I'm not hitting the panic. Not hitting the not panic hitting button. The panic button yet. No, I'm good. Matthews has seven goals. Tavares has six. I'm good. There's no panic. No. Next week,
0: I'm sure uh, there will be some sort of a story about how Elias Patterson is way better than Brock Besser and they should send Brock Besser down to the minors or something. Um, so we'll talk about that one next week, because I'm sure, again, some stupid fucking story will happen. Uh, we're good. Top ten. Top ten. Top ten. Yeah, you have the list in front of you. I don't know do. it. Uh Okay, yeah, top ten songs from uh, NHL games iconic songs that uh, maybe you associate with the game. Did this did um, this
1: possibly, you know, come about because John mentioned uh, NHL 19 having the best soundtrack of all time, and, and and I don't think either of us agreed with that. I don't even remember him saying that, oh, but yeah. that's... Oh, it came up. Is it? It's not the best soundtrack.
0: Are People's Champs on there?
1: It's a good soundtrack. It's one of the better ones over They're, the last few years. What I will but, say,
0: and this adds to the allure of that, of that soundtrack... Is there's an Imagine Dragons song on there that I, for the first time in,
1: like, three years, I don't hate. There's an Imagine Dragons song in this playlist? Yeah. I didn't even notice. <laughs> there's Greta, there's, there's one on Panic, there? there's Arkells, there's...
0: Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that Panic at the Disco song, no, I'm not gonna it's, lie. it's not great. It's, it's not just, good.
1: It's worth noting. It's not good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's not their best soundtrack, but whatever.
1: We're going to talk about the ones that been, were uh, on the best soundtracks, I've been perhaps.
0: muting the soundtrack of that game for, like, four years. Yeah. I just throw Netflix on when I'm in the menu, yeah, sure. to be honest with you. Sure. Um, number 10. Number 10. Chapter 4. Chapter
1: 4.
0: Uh, by Avenged Sevenfold.
1: From NHL 04.
0: Um, heavy, raw, Avenged Sevenfold. The first big, big song that they put out. Uh, love it. Yeah, for a long time was my favorite song by them. Yeah, I'm a they, big fan of it.
1: They they had a couple songs because this was early in their career. Um, they had a couple on different video games. Like the, I remember a racing game I had. They had a couple songs. Mm-hmm. So I, I could never really keep straight. EA Sports which,
0: loves Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah, Always have. I could never keep beast straight. Beast in the which, Harlot. Which mm-hmm. one this was on? Yeah.
1: But seeing this, it on NHL makes sense
2: this was number one this yeah. was the
0: first song that they ever like this was this was when I got exposed to Revenge Sevenfold right um, from what I remember and this is what I think makes it a top 10 iconic song is this was the song when you would start up the game and they had like the uh, the gameplay demo oh, you know how they have it and it's okay. like a fucking at the time it was like Marty St. Louis going top corner on uh, Marty Broder and then it would be like the Martys Owen Nolan Punching Dominic Hassock in the face or something, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, then.
0: 04. Hassock would have been.
1: Yeah, Mike Ricci and Joe Roenick. Joe? Oh, Joe? Jeremy Roenick. <laughs> Good old Joe Roenick. <laughs> As he's known in some circles. J. J. R. Ah, my back. Ro- Ronick. Um, Number nine. Same uh, Same game, NHL 04.
0: Saturday by uh, Vendetta Red. Yeah, this was a. Is uh, that what they were called?
1: Yeah, Vendetta Red. This was a. This was some sort of a. It was actually a hidden song that some people may never have experienced if you were bad at the game. Bad at the game.
0: It would only play yeah. when you won the Stanley Cup. In France, it would give yeah. you some sort of a uh, a montage, and then this was the song playing. Yeah. Now. I don't know if I maybe had the difficulty too low, or I was just super sick at that game. I remember winning, like, or maybe it's just because uh, you remember this song, I won the cup way more in that game than I ever fucking won at a cup in any other game. Like, I remember hearing Day play after I won the cup, like, nine times, probably. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't know if I just had a good franchise mode going or something. I always, heard that song all the time.
1: I always had some elation involved in your emotions. Yeah. Right? You hear the song come on in the radio. You're like, oh shit, I'm a champion. I've had
0: the go- I've had those games so long, and I've played like franchise modes so many times and won like so many Stanley Cups. Yeah. When I win the cup now, and like the horn goes, I walk out of the room and I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. I go like make food. Like I don't even I don't even watch it anymore. I'm I'm just done. I won the cup. I'm good. All I, right. I check out immediately. Yeah. Too good. Yeah. Hit the
1: song number nine.
0: Number nine. Uh, Number eight, uh, yeah, Jimmy was happy to have this one on. Uh, I've Been Up These Steps by Gob uh, from NHL 03.
1: Yep. 03. Um, Gob has stuck around, well, I shouldn't say stuck around, but they were pretty big with this franchise in the early days. A lot of songs, they were, that was probably the peak of their, you know, musical careers. That I wonder are, if we have had guessing. more
0: songs featured on there than any other artist, because I bet you them and Avenged Sevenfold Maybe bullet. are top of the... No, I think Bill It For My Valentine, they've only had about three. Um,
2: yeah. Your Betrayal,
0: Riot, Four Words to Choke Upon. Was that on the game? Yes, it was. No.
1: Number seven on our list was on the game. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, anyway, um
0: it's uh I don't know you talk about it. you like this song yeah it didn't know. make it's, my top ten but
1: I, I, the intro with the clapping and everything like that I, I don't know why it was one of those songs that just kind of stuck with you uh, I don't I can't take away from any certain cutscenes like the last couple that we talked about but no uh, I don't think it was
0: any like any specific moment no. really where this song was like featured in the game no um good song though yeah, I'm a big fan. They played it. They, they didn't play it when we saw them live. That was like the only one where it was like, yeah, oh, yeah. No, yeah. no, I've been up the steps. I thought
1: that would have been a staple. Yeah, but.
0: we went to. I guess like if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about memories of these songs, yeah, we went to see Gob one year on Thanksgiving Monday or Sunday.
1: Thanksgiving Monday. It was, it was Thanksgiving
0: yeah. Monday, and so it was at. A, I don't want to throw anyone under the bus. So it was at a bar. And there was not a lot of advertisement for the show for some reason, and we got there. And again, this is a band that, you know, like a decent amount of people like. Like, pro- they probably could have sold out said bar. It was like 30 people there, because it, like it was a Thanksgiving yeah. Monday, and B they did not advertise it.
2: all
0: no. I don't even think there was 30 people there. It was let's, really let's fucking 30, small, but yeah, uh, it, it was. But it was a good show. I had a good time front row because yeah. there was no one. There was only a couple rows. Gobble gobble. Gobble, gobble. Literally gobble, gobble. Number seven. Uh, Hearts Burst Into Fire by Bullet For My Valentine.
1: This is the newest song on our list. By a bit. By about five years. Uh, um, Great song. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, you know what? We, we got a buddy of ours. He, just, he absolutely loves this band strictly because of their... Who's this? Kyle Hogan. Shout out Dublin, Ireland. Yeah. Dublin. Yeah. Hey, Dublin
2: He's...
0: So ho ho. Okay. So small Hogan anecdote here. Nice. So. Work check. Yeah. So uh, I I, I co manage a uh, fantasy. Well, not really. I have a fantasy football team in which Kyle is kind of my scout and consultant. So it's not like we split the buy in evenly, but he like is chipping in a little bit of the buy in for the league sure. and is like kind of helping me a little bit. And uh, we're five and zero. And at at the time of this podcast being recorded. So, on Thanksgiving Monday, this year, like, a couple days ago, I get a call at 4.30 in the afternoon. And there are games at 8.30 at night, so, like, the week's not over yet. I got a call from Kyle Hogan, live from Ireland. Hey, man! Did we win fantasy football or what? Why are you calling me, man? You're in Ireland! Yeah, did we win? Yeah, it's 4.30 in the afternoon here, man. Oh, yeah, time difference, eh? <laughs> yeah. It's it's like twelve thirty where you are. I know you think that uh, it's twelve thirty everywhere, but it's not.
2: Yeah, taking so. names
1: and eating ass. Hello
0: yeah, he and he texted me uh, last night at like one in the morning. Said he hadn't been to bed yet, and they had to be somewhere in like an hour, so he just wasn't going to go to bed. Cool. So he's having a good time. That sounds hard. like it. Yeah, party up. Um, uh, yeah,
1: no, but Hard person to fire.
0: Just a killer intro.
1: Yeah.
0: Killer song. Yeah. It's badass. And that's, that's after it. a few
1: appearances by the band, and by then, you know, you know, people that came to the series year after year, just, you know, knew what they were getting, and it just blew, uh, blew the rest of them away, I think. Best song on the soundtrack, best song in the last, it's like, ten years. Solid, we've got solid, list, solid so. song, man. Um, number six? Heavy. Another band that we've seen. Collective Soul from uh, NHL01.
0: We've seen a lot of these bands on That's this fair. list. Actually, we're about to cross another one off uh, in a couple weeks here. But yeah, um, number six, Heavy by Collective Soul.
1: Yeah, this was actually the second NHL game that I have uh, that I owned, NHL01. There was two songs in the playlist. This was the intro. Um, played over a montage of like animated clips from the game. Owen Nolan going Bardowski on Roman Turek. Uh, Is that who it was? Probably. I think it was Roman Turek. Yeah. That
0: actually rings a bell.
1: And it just had that, <sighs> that, that killer... You remember, you
0: remember the brief time where between Mike Vernon and Mika Kiprasov where the Flames had Roman Turek? No, no, no I'm, I'm talking I'm talking one
1: Roman Turek on the Blues. Oh, shit. When they won the President's Trophy. Oh, my God. Yeah. But you're not wrong oh, with that last God. statement either. Um... Uh, yeah, no, like good the, song. Just the way they they orchestrated that intro with the scene—it yeah, always stuck with me.
0: Now, weird note about this uh, song being on the soundtrack is that game featured two songs on the soundtrack, and this was one of them.
1: That's why I mentioned that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah.
0: I wasn't really listening. Yeah,
1: <laughs> no, I noticed. <laughs> ah, it's late. It's it's 1 a.m. It's, it's, it's been a late. long day.
0: Um, number five... Yeah. Is... Fat Lip. By Sum41. From NHL 2002. Which I did not own. So you didn't know it was on there.
1: One of two games I had not owned since the 2000s. Um...
0: You didn't know an O five either, which, no. was a, which was a fun one because I'm pretty sure that was the one where like you had a franchise mode, you were the GM and you got to like buy shit for your office and like customize 04. your. Office. Was that 04? Yeah, that was the best. I actually, I actually really enjoyed that, and there was it had no tangible fucking involvement with the game. Like it was really pointless, but it was awesome. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: My favorite, well, one of my favorite bands. Back then it was probably my favorite band. This
0: was in the intro, I believe. This was also the montage song, so... Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah, Keeping and the it... Uh, oh, and you know what else it was? You skated out to this song. This was an intro song when at the start of the game. You know how it show the lights dim and you're like doing the warm-ups and shit? Always fat-lip. Almost nice. always. Nice. And it would. It was weird. Like they did it like a montage back then. They didn't do it like a broadcast. So it'd be like it would, <laughs> like a little bar would come across the left bottom corner of the screen and be like, "Fat Lip, some Forty One from whatever album was on," and you like, "Elevation Records or whatever." And uh, it would be like a music video, and then the puck would just drop. Like then you were just at Sunrise. The music video was always sick. It was yeah. I was. I should should go by this game. That games come a long way, man. EA Sports has kind of really shaped things up.
1: Nice.
0: Uh, Number four. Punk Rock 101 by Bowling for Soup.
1: Also on the bench 004.
0: What a beauty song. Yeah. This, uh, uh, this made an appearance this summer at the Cooch County Golf Tournament. We were listening to that during yeah. the day while we were golfing. Had the yeah. speakers going. A couple of beverages. few okay. cigars. Okay. Um,
1: a lot of just, classic rock references that appeals to maybe uh, some people for the first time. Talking about, uh, you know, Stacey and Madonna. and This... This is that's 1985. if I
0: thinking of with Stacey and Madonna. You're not wrong. <laughs> um, this is one of the last really good punk songs released, like just ever. Like really. genuine. Like that yeah. was just a. It's just good, man. And the, like Rolling for Soup, not the greatest band. They have some good stuff, but like, it it's just a great, great punk song, man. Yeah. It's and, a throwback to you know, some of the older uh, school guys that they like were building off of too like Thrice and No and just yeah.
1: We talked about how Shatter Day was like a hidden song. I think this might have been the most played song on the game. Like I oh, felt yeah. like it was like it was everywhere. the menu intro, it was Yeah, that's it true. Was they, it was in, they didn't have a montage that yeah, year, it was just straight I to, swear it
0: know. was in the commercials too on T V was been. punk rock one oh one. They loved this song. And guess what? Yeah. So did everyone else. That's fair. It was a banger. Uh, number three... I feel, I feel like there's no surprises in this top three. Number three...
1: This might be too low for some people. Uh, uh, I'd say, I guess it's right. I don't know.
0: Uh, number three is Default. Deny. Um, we're going to see them in yeah. a few weeks. Yeah. So I, I tweeted at Dallas Green... Dallas Smith, rather... Uh, Dallas Green, you guess you get default back together. He's like, why the fuck would I do that? Not even even LX on fire Dallas Green. I tweet at former Major League pitcher Dallas Green. Why the fuck is a default back together? Just hammered at like 3 o'clock in the morning. We talking about kid from Canada? Um... Yeah, no. So I've tweeted at Dallas Smith a bunch of times. When are you getting Default back together? And like, I was kind of joking every time, but I was like, maybe one day they'll get back together. Never heard about them getting back together. And then like a month and a half ago, it's like, hey, Default's playing at the auditorium. Farewell tour. What? Yeah. Oh, it's a farewell tour. Yeah, I just found that out. Oh, that's this
1: is it. Fuck. <laughs> you or I. Fuck. Yeah. Hope they, you... I hope they close with deny, so we can just have a good cry. As we can leave. you talk? I need a minute. Yeah. No,
0: um... They've got so many breakup songs they could close with that are yeah, just so sad.
1: Yeah. No, I'm, I'm glad we get to see them. Oh, man. This was This was actually my first introduction to the band. Was oh, getting when this song, hammered that night. Uh, NHL 3, I don't know if I mentioned that, but... The last three on the list here are all from the same game. Uh, it was a killer soundtrack. Really? Yeah. I didn't even notice we did that. Uh, yeah, just, you know, that intro. It's nice, slow, and steady. And I, I think it's... It's one of those few songs that it's it's actually I think more associated with the game than it is, you know, outside of the game. Like I you know yeah, it's, always it's, been, it's, it's always been it's always been a next I hear the it.
0: next one, number two, I think is also like that. Number one is, is just a massive song, so like yeah. I, I, I don't know if it's like that. But I know when I'm listening to this song with people, at least that were old enough to have owned and played the game, mm-hmm. they, they immediately immediately remember that this yeah. was on the NHL soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. I remember this song from Chell. It's right. one of those. songs. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's how you word it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Today I woke. Number two. Sweetness. Jimmy Eat World. Yeah. Um, I have two associations with this song. Yeah. So one of them is NHL. The other was when you and I this summer were at uh, a local Thunder Bay bar and there was a uh, a like a 90s to early 2000s cover band. Yes. On and. And so they're getting ready to
1: play their last song of the night. They they just played the middle.
0: They had just played the middle by Jimmy. Which is why World. we went down. We thought they were a Jimmy Eat World cover band, which yeah. they were not. They just knew several Jimmy Eat World songs. Yeah. And so they're like, okay, you guys have two choices. Do you want to hear what was? I, I, I want to say it was like it was a popular song though. It was like "Unwell" by Matchbox Twenty <laughs> or "Sweetness" by Jimmy Eat World. And no one said anything except for me and James in the front row screaming, Sweetness! Sweetness! And the guy's like, alright, this is for the drunk guys in the front row. We're like, fuck yeah. And like, there were people enjoying it, but we were the only two just hollering sweetness. Like, at the top of my lungs, I'm singing this song.
1: I hope that band's listening. You uh, oh, made, yeah. made our night. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I won't forget that. I won't forget being. Wasn't that the I night? won't forget being the most annoying guy in the bar that Wasn't night. Wasn't that the sure.
1: night after like that formal we went to too? So we were all dressed right oh, nice, yeah. looking, looking right out of place. Yeah. Oh, that was in like February, I guess. eh?
0: Yeah, we row. went to some sort of a. We went to some sort of a formal dinner. Yeah like a tie, like a jackets, business association thing or something. Front
1: row, screaming sweetness. Oh
0: man, yeah, that night, that night took quite a turn. We're nice and class, <laughs> nice and classy, showing up to your girlfriend's I house. I would not
1: drink a chardonnay.
0: With with, yeah, yeah, we, <laughs> we go go to the bar at the dinner. It's like, oh, those are the wines you have. Well, I guess Swithered. I guess I'll go down the street to the homeless shelter where they have normal wine. Um.
1: To a couple Moscow mules Screaming sweetness Yo, yeah Oh man So yeah Sweetness Jimmy Eat World Number one One of the
0: most iconic uh, Intros to a song too True Great song
1: Do you know number one? Do do you know? No one knows No one knows I know You know
0: Uh No one knows By Queens of the Stone Age Which is Alright It's a clear cut number one For a few reasons First off It was on the greatest soundtrack that they've
1: put out before. Shallow 3. Yeah. Um, Um, It was, like, at the time, you're, you're talking about a band that is absolutely just killing it in the rock scene.
0: This may be the only song that I think EA Sports featured on one of their soundtracks that won Grammys. (laughs) <laughs>
2: like, yeah. this
0: was like Rock Song of the Year nomination yeah. maybe one I don't know because that was when the White Stripes were crushing it but like that was nominated for Rock Song of the Year it was nominated for quite a few Grammys like it might have even been nominated for like Song of the Year that that song crushed it back in the day all over the radio still is to this day uh, the most well known song from one of the best modern metal bands like just Mm -hmm. clear across the board this is the best song that they ever featured on the game um i fell instantly in love with it it's one of my favorite songs of all time just all things told
1: um that breakdown in the middle where it gets all slow they had a montage for that for something yeah
0: there was was something involved with the game -game. yeah the game the game i want it maybe it was the opening montage that year it was no
1: i think it was like a playoff thing okay like like you know how they used to have those yes! intros from the game. Before? no
0: exact. oh man yeah. why don't they do that no, anymore? know too they're they're kind of, that's one thing i wish they brought back yeah. but um yeah no that uh just,
1: i just i just can't believe this is the only david Grohl appearance on our list given how many bands he's in
0: well the interesting thing though is you have to think and not to throw any shade at uh EA sports they have to pay for the rights to these songs Probably cheaper to pay for some Canadian songs when you're a Canadian Definitely. company or well Canadian game yeah company's not Canadian, but um, your office is located in Canada. It's easier, you know, for Burnaby, BC, you drive down the road where all the record companies are, and it's like, hey, we'll give you twenty bucks for that new uh, Trouble Charger song yeah, you got there. And,
1: like, give them credit. What credits do? They've gotten their yeah, kills last couple of years. Oh yeah, they're no, they're
0: doing they're doing a great job. EA Sports yeah. crushing it. Uh, Nice. Honestly, must say, I guess we're done with the top ten there. Yeah. Wow. Love the game this year. Love the gameplay. Love yeah. a lot of the changes they've made. Uh, most years I I like it the first hour I have it, and then within a few hours I'm like, uh, or within a few days my ass like, oh, game's not the best. You I get tired find, of them you sometimes. Got yeah, gotta tell you, love everything about this game so far. Yeah. It continues to surprise me, and I'm enjoying it. And so. Yeah. Podcast brought
1: to you by uh, HL19. Sean Ramajama whatever his name is, the executive producer. Is that his name? Oh, it's hilarious last name. It's yeah. like eighteen characters or something like that. Uh, okay, this isn't a racial thing. He's he's he's, he's very much Canadian. Just.
0: Cut that! <laughs> 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 oh boy. <laughs> I'm a... Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Okay. On that... On that note... um, Okay. I think we're done. I don't think there was anything else I wanted to mention. I'm sure once we stop recording, I'll remember something I inevitably forgot. Because I tend to do that. Um, Follow us on Twitter. at, At Laced Up Pod. Follow us on Stitcher or any of your favorite podcast apps. We are on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Spotify,
1: Google uh, something or other. Google, Clomper. Yeah. Clomper.
0: Um,
1: Big shout out. Thank you. Lots to of platforms. Airedale for the Yeah, uh, Thank you, to Airedale there. Uh, Go vote if you haven't pro- voted yet. Probably.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, remember to vote for our friend Cody Fraser there if you live in the Neving Ward. If not, but get out. Uh, more importantly, get out and vote in the, the municipal election. It's uh, Obviously, if you live in Thunder Bay, it, it, it's... We need to do right this time around, I think, because uh, the city's kind of at a pivotal point. And uh, it's imperative you get out and vote uh, if you are a registered voter in the region. Um, yeah, I think we're good. That's about it. Next week, we should have a guest on the podcast. Yeah. Um, so we're pretty excited about that. And, yeah. Okay. I guess that's it. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. Arrivederci. Nah. nah. Oh, big gulps, huh? Alright.
1: Well, see you later.